Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Tuesday, the 8th of September. Yesterday, we had trade data for August from enough of Northeast Asia for us to be confident about that region's export performance. We expect Northeast Asia's exports rose 2.3% year-on-year in August, with a monthly movement 0.2 standard deviations above historic seasonal trend. Today, we have import data from Germany and France for July. Now, the Eurozone is the last of the G3 economies to report its monthly trade numbers, but today's results give us enough to let us be confident about what actually happened to G3 imports in July. And remember, the relationship between G3 import demand and Northeast Asian export supply is the hinge on which the globalized world has turned during the last 20 to 30 years. We already knew that in July, US goods imports fell 8.5% year on year, which was a significant recovery from the 13.4% fall seen in June, and was achieved by a monthly movement which showed a 2.8 standard deviations deflection above trend. But we also know that in dollar terms, Japan's imports fell 21.4% with a monthly movement that was just very slightly below trend. So what happens in Europe makes the difference between continuing trade recovery and relapse. So let's look at them. In Euro terms, Germany's July imports fell 11.3% year on year, but had a monthly movement 0.7 standard deviations above trend. Meanwhile, in France, its imports fell 10.5% year on year, but it had a monthly movement 0.9 standard deviations above trend. Both look pretty good. Now, Germany and France together make up the bulk of the Eurozone's imports, and together they fell about 10.9% in Euro terms, with the likelihood that overall Eurozone imports will have fallen about 14.6% year on year. Um, there's a strong base of comparison effect with, with the rest of the Eurozone that's kicking those numbers down. But with a deflection above trend of about 1.1 standard deviations. Translate that into dollars, and the fall is only 13% year-on-year, and the deflection is 1.2 standard deviations above trend. If the Eurozone, as the late declarer, is the balancing item, then this makes July's G3 imports a quite strong rebound. Specifically, I think we can be confident that in July, G3 imports fell 12% year-on-year in dollar terms, but that the deflection against trend was positive to the tune of 1.8 standard deviations. That follows from and builds on the 2.1 standard deviation upward deflection seen in June and tells us unambiguously that the recovery is being maintained which is what we've also seen in Northeast Asia's August export numbers. This does not mean that everything is plain sailing. Despite the strong results in June and July, we've still not exorcised the pandemic-related slump of February to May. That hit its nadir in April, and on a six-month basis, we're still tracking 0.3 standard deviations below trend. And, very regrettably, we shouldn't forget that the trend itself is not the friend of global trade. The ceaseless war against trade, shown by the ever-growing thicket of non-tariff barriers designed to stop imports, means that the trend in world trade is itself one of slowing growth. I certainly don't expect that to change anytime soon. 
Nevertheless, if we're tracking data with the aim of seeing whether we're returning to something like economic normality, the trade news of the last two days is unambiguously cheering. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. If you did, please help spread the word. And if you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.